Okay, here we go. Let's start. Parshas Dvarim and Sefer Dvarim Tavshin Ayin Ches. Uh, just scheduling note, the next two weeks I won't be able to give a, a new shear. I'll be uh, traveling. And uh, Hashem, though, feel free to uh, listen. There are many shearim online from past years on the OU Torah website. So if they're not podcasted, but feel free to go to the website and uh, listen to the uh, shearim through that uh, through that medium. Okay, let's get into it. And Be'ez Hashem will continue from Eretz Yisrael back with Parshas Re'eh. Back with Parshas Re'eh. Okay, let's start off with a Likute Yehoshua. Likute Yehoshua, we'll start off with the beginning. Beginning Moshe Rabbeinu, as we know, is about to give a six-week shmuz, sicha, before he passes away. And the Torah tells us, these are the words that he says. Eila Advarim, let's start off with a one-liner, not just a one-liner, a one-worder. What is it? After Moshe says, these are the words that Moshe spoke. Asher Dibar Moshe, I'll call Yisrael. Beber Hayardim, Bamidbar, Barav, Molsuf. We'll get to all of these places. It takes 11 days. In the 40th year, on Rosh Chodesh, Shvat, the 11th month, the first day of the month. After the wars that they fought, what did Moshe do? Moshe started to explain the Torah. Moshe says the Likute Yehoshua or Yeshua Scheinfeld from Lublin. He quotes from the Sefer of the brother of the Maharal that the word Ho'il, which here means Moshe, starts to explain the Torah. Ho'il are osios Eliyahu. You switch around the letters. <laughs> what is that being Marames? Moshe started to explain. What's Eliyahu? Eliyahu is going to explain in the future. Remez amilas teku. What they say about teku, yes, teku might just mean let it stand, but also, as we know, no trikon, tishpi, yataritz, kushyas va'abayas. Eliyahu Navi is going to explain the kushyas va'abayas. Vizel ho Moshe. That is the remez. The start of the explanation of the Torah was for Moshe Rabbeinu, that's Hoel. And in the future, remez lasid. Kishayavu Eliyahu lavaris atarazos. Eliyahu will, so to speak, complete. And to answer all the bias, as we think about, we always talk about Mashiach and the Eliyahu Navi at this time of year. That's what we hope for, that the Ho'il will turn into Eliyahu and the Moshe will turn into will turn into uh, Elio. The whole will turn into Elio, meaning the Tekus, and Moshe will turn into Elio. We mentioned in the past, just parenthetically, not really our uh, our issue now, uh, the idea of why is it Teku? Some of the Achronim, I think the Ketushas Levi asks, why is it in Meku? Right, Teku, Tishbi Ataris, why is Elio Navi the one that's going to answer all the questions? What about Moshe Rabbeinu? Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that's going to answer. It should be Meku, not Teku. So explains, I think it's the Ketushas Levi uh, and maybe others, that you can only answer a Shaila. Uh, if one is alive and involved in the world. Avram Avinu can't answer Shilohs about cars. And someone who lived 200 years ago can't answer. It has to be someone who's involved and um, asuk in the, uh, in the world. So over here we have from the difference between Moshe and Elio, Elio, Lavinu, Lomei. So Elio went out to Shemaim, he's at every bris, he's at every Seder, and as we know, uh, he's involved. He might not be there. Are stories about him in the uh, in the Gemara about uh, meeting different Amoraim, uh, Vechulu, and Tanoim. So you know he's still involved. If he's involved, so we know that's why he's able to answer the kashas. That's why it's Tishbi Yatari. It's Kushis Vabayas. So also the Chavos Chaim points out that it's Dafka Kushis Vabayas. It doesn't say that Eliyahu is not going to tell us Mefurish Halachas in the Rambam about Hilchas Beis Hamikdash and Beis Abachira and Klei Hamikdash. Right? Dafka the Kushis Vabayas. The one the Halachas that are clear, we have to know. So we have to know that. Only the Kushis Vabayas, only the Sveikas will be left for Eliyahu Navi, but we have to make sure that we know everything else. All the Vadai Halachas, we have to know, and we have to know what's a question, and we'll ask, we'll leave that for Eliyahu. So, Sefer Dvarim starts off with a Remez. Parsha Dvarim and Shabbos Chazon starts off with a Remez for the future, going from Moshe Rabbeinu all the way through history to Eliyahu Hanavi. Good. So let's get back to the first Pasuk. So as we know, the first Pasuk is not meant, according to Chazal, to be taken literally that these are places. But Eilat Varmashah, Dibir Moshe, I'll call Yisrael. These are the words that he said. Moshe didn't say all these words in all these places. But they're all Ramazim to events that occurred in the recent Jewish history. Says the uh, Rashi, Ba'arava, Bishvil Ha'arava, Shechatu Bebal Pa'or, Bishitim, Arvos Moab, Molsuf, Al Shehimru Biyamsuf. 
Vein Paranu, Vein Tofel, Velavan. All of these are also referring Vachatziros. What's Chatziros? Bemachlokuso shall Korach. That's Korach. That happened in Chatziros. Di Zahav, Hochichanala Egel, Shaasu Bishvel Rov Zahav, Shahayalahem. Because there was such focus on the Zahav that led them to the Chet Egel. Vichulu, as Rashi quotes a Pasuk in Hoshea. I think it's a question that we've dealt with in the past, but this year we'll see it through the eyes of the Likuta Yoshua once we have it open. Uh, the two Ramazim that are at the end of the Pasuk seem to be out of order. Right? One would think that when Moshe Rabbeinu was being Miramis to them, all of these events that occurred, right, he would say them in order. And yet, Chatziros and Dizav, Chatziros is Korach, Dizav is the Egel. Didn't the Egel happen earlier? The Kasha on the second line, he says in source number two. Why don't you say it in the opposite order? And even if you want to say there is no, the Torah is not written in chronological order. That's only two different in Yonim. Might not be in the same order. As the Gemara says in if it's one Inyan, if it's one Inyan, but if it's in the same pasuk, you don't say, "Oh, Vaydaber Hashem Moshe Leimar." Really, should be read, "Moshe Leimar Vaydaber Hashem." Right? No, it's one one pasuk. The Imkain. So therefore, we can ask. Right? We know for sure that the Egel happened before the story of Korach. So he quotes from what he saw in a Sefer Echad. We know what defended, tried to defend Klal Yisrael, and said. The first two Dibros, they're in singular. So, oh, they thought it was just meant to me. It was meant to me. They didn't know it was to them. Right? Remember, they heard it. They heard it. And if it's singular, so then maybe that, that was the fault. Hashem accepted it. Right? It might have meant, just parenthetically, it might have meant that we know from elsewhere, often when it says um, in plural, like usfartem lachem, when it's in plural, it means kolechad ve'echad, and when it's v'safartem lacha, it means one on behalf of all, like a bezdin. So he might have meant it's a, it's a representative of all, but either way, either way. So it says the says this uh, sefer quoted here that they were ra'ui, uh, they were not royal adish, because maybe it was just a Moshe Rabbeinu. They weren't on the level. Aval mashadikin Moshe Rabbeinu b'divrei sanegoria shelo kilko korach b'kitzrugo. But all that Moshe Rabbeinu defended Klai Yisrael with. Once Karach came along, it fell to the wayside. Why? Shakarach ta'an kala eda kulam kedoshim of Hashem. Karach was ta'an. Everybody's kadosh. Everybody has this special relationship with, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kulam ayyamamad arsina v'shem wa'atazeras edibras. Moshe, why are you above us? Right? Moshe, we should uh, all be on your level. So the second that you accept Korach's machlokas um, and Korach's complaint that Kulam Kedoshim, that wait a minute, if Kulam Kedoshim, then all of you were heard at our Sinai, then you don't have the defense anymore of Anochi Hashem Elokecha, the singular. Nimsa Sha'al Yidei Machlokas Korach Va'adaso Nis'orem Echadosh Ma'iso Ha'egel Shekodem Ha'yamachulahem Right, once Korach came along, so now no longer does Klai Yisrael have the defense of Moshe Rabbeinu. So that is why when Moshe was Mochiach them, he flipped the order. First you say Korach, because of Korach, now the Egel becomes an Avera. Right, before Korach, it wasn't an Avera, it wasn't a sin, at least we had an excuse. We know why HaKadosh Baruch Hu forgave us. But after that point, that's why Chatzeros comes before the D Zahav. Okay, moving right along, in the same Pasuk. So we know... This passage that we just read is a hint to all of the different events that took place uh, throughout the uh, the years in the desert, all of the Chatan. And Rashi quotes that this is a Tochacha, Right, he was mochiach them before he died, a couple of weeks before he died, but he was only masking them Beremez, because they covered for them. He had covered for them. He didn't want to embarrass them and make them feel so bad. The question that is asked, though, asked of Moshe, is... Wait a couple of lines, wait a couple of prokim, and we have in great detail, we have the Egel and the Miraglim, and the whole story of the past 40 years. So what, what was the purpose of just saying it? Beremes. And if you're saying it Beremes, and only Beremes, I'll leave it Beremes. Why do you have to go into details for afterwards? Ask Moshe here in the Drash Moshe, in source number three. Quoting Rashi about the Remez, Right, the Meraglim is going to be very soon. Right, we're going to have it in a couple of, uh, in one Aliyah. 
In one aliyah, we're going to have, Moshe Rabbeinu says that they call came and they wanted to come together, and they didn't have a like Kulchem, by Shlishi, Fantomer, Nishlachan Hashem, Lufanenu, right? Not just Beremez, like we have in the, in the first passing. So, what's the connection? V'chein b'varches ekev, chet ha'egel ba'orech. V'lam ha'betchila, nakat b'remez, v'chas al-kvodam. So, what's the connection between the remez at the beginning here and the detail that we have afterwards? V'nireh, says Rav Moshe. D'vadai b'shvilei da'godel ha'chet v'onshin shahoyu al-zeh. V'gam ha'shin is kapru muchach laharech. For sure, to tell the whole story, to get the message across, you have to go into detail. You have to go through the sins, you have to go through the punishments, you have to go through what happened afterwards, the kapara. You have to go through everything. But it's only to the people who violated. If you talk it to the people that violated, then you have to go at length in detail to make sure that they know what they did wrong and there's kapara that is brought. Aval, l'dor hazeh, shehem lo chatu, but this dor at the end of the 40 years, they didn't actually do the sins. Bachatoem elu, hare ein lo malochichem alzeh. There's no point in doing it uh, at length if they're not the ones that went through with it. Umikom akom. Like similar, like Lahavdil, but similarly, a teacher comes into a class and starts screaming at the class about what, what one kid did, but that kid's not there. That kid's not there. He's screaming at the class. So say it, Beremez, okay. Maybe it's connected, as we'll see. But to go at length, the other kids didn't do it. No, but he still to be mochiach them somewhat. Later on, he goes through, because he has to tell the whole story of what happened and talking about the Dor HaKodem. But right now, the direct hochacha to the Dor HaKodosh, that's just said, Beremes. So why do you have to even say it at all if they didn't do the Avera? Because says Moshe, a Yisod Gadol in our Avodah Hashem. We all have to know. Because if one person sins, so it shouldn't be that the other person says, well, I would never do that. I would never come to that sin. I'm on a different level. I'm never going to fall. I'm never going to have to uh, to sink into that. Says Ramosha, right? We can never say that. We can never say that, oh, I'm past that. No matter what it is, we have to be on guard. We have to be on guard. The Yitzhahara never stops fighting. He never stops. It's part of the challenge of life. Right? We can never. Right? Laharbos Torah Musar, we have to fill our lives, like the Ramah says at the end of Sefer Kedusha, right? The a, a vacuum in the mind is a vacuum that's open for our Rayos. So what do we have to do? We have to keep pushing. We have to keep pushing our entire lives and keep being serious about our Avodas Hashem. And know that there's no sin that is so far from us. We see great people, great people who are Ovid Hashem, sometimes fall. Into the gets ensnared by the Yitzhahara. Moshe says, I have to say it, but at least I'll say it Beremes. Says Moshe, they had to say it, you say it at length when you're talking to the people. So, Moshe, Rabbeinu, reviews Jewish history, so he goes through the whole history, but here it's the direct actual tochacha, so that is only uh, said b'remes. And he says, we can never say something doesn't apply to me. right? Even if it's not lamaisa for a person, it could be in the back of one's mind, one have to do it. He says, and look what I wrote, says Ramosha, in Kiseitse about Amalek. So if he says it, we have to go there. So that's what you have on the left side in Kiseitse. The mitzvah of remembering what Amalek did to us. Mitzvah zechiras mais Amalek. Right, we don't have a mitzvah mechias amalek bismanaseh. But so, what do we have to remember it for? Nira lafiani as daiti shu lizkar sheefsher lo adam baser vadam le hasos rosha kolkach v'lechpar ad beape shero abachush. Come over midbar. You know why we remember amalek? Because we can remember what how low a person could could reach. If one could see Yad Hashem in the open, the greatest miracles in history, and yet with that they could attack, they could reject, they could ignore, 
Like in the Midbar, they jumped into the Abati Rosachas, as Rashi quotes there in the Tanchuma. You see what can happen to a person. Right? We always have to be nervous. Not that we're actually, but we should know. This is what a human being could become. Such an animal, as we talk about, even uh, the, the, the atrocities of the past hundred years, when we say never forget, we have to realize what a person can make of themselves. What a person can make of themselves. Even Averis that we might not think we can ever come to, but we have to remember that on, on Yom Kippur we're misvada on all the Averis, so we have to recognize that we're in the world of human beings and not forgetting extreme cases about humanity, even after major miracles. Look what happens even to Amisra with the Chet Egel. Look what happens, Lahavdil. In Amalek, even after all the other nations were, were inspired. So we always have to focus on that. But that is the connection to the Remez and the, um, what is after that as, as well. Okay. Moving right along. Says the Pasuk. So let's talk about the Miraglim that we just alluded to before. Perakala Pasuk Habeis, we get to by Shlishi. Moshe Rabbeinu says, you all came. You all came. You said to me, says Moshe, let's send people. We'll, we'll, we'll search out. We'll figure out which way to go. And the cities that we should, we should go to. Again, many pshatim we've discussed in Parsha Shlach in the past. But asks the Emes Lyakov, the contemporary of Moshe, who we just uh, spoke about, Moshe Rabbeinu here is obviously talking about um, all the details, and everything he mentions is to teach us, teach us a lesson. So, you all came to me, Rashi quotes, you came all mixed up. All mixed up. What's the message? Says Rashi. Uh, in contrast to, but here, Avakan skipping a line, everybody pushing, everybody shoving, and nobody giving cover to the proper people. Right, that's what you were doing. Answer of Yaakov, so what's the, what's the Musar Haskell for us? Just we should, we should uh, act properly, we should uh, not, not push when we're online, not cut lines. But how does that connect to the Miraglim? Dafka, this is specifically to the Chet of the Miraglim that this, uh, this applies. So what exactly does the Chet of the Miraglim, uh, how is that made worse or reflected by the Irbuvia? So Bir HaDover says Yabiakov on the top right of the page. Top right, source number five. The Ena Kavana, Shetan Moshe Lohem, Kiesh Kan Tfiya, Bikfoda Toro, Behilchas Derech it's not that you didn't have derech eretz. It's a separate sin. Yes, that's true. You have to have derech eretz. But that's not what the issue is here. The irbuvi here is not that, oh, you had choser derech eretz. Kima hashaychus Because what's the connection between that and the maraglim? So they didn't have derech eretz. Maraglim is a different type of avera. El shakana isa hatfiya shalobau ledaberi to binyan amaraglim ka'anoshim ha'amaminim ba'aftach hazashem yisparach. You know what Erbuvia reflects? That you're, you're, you're uh, scared and you're jumping and you're, and you're pushing? It reflects a lack of emunah. Right? Hashem said, don't be scared. And they wanted to... We have to send people, we have to fight, we have to get ready. So they weren't on the level of having that emunah. So what did the Erbuvia and the Behala and the rushing reflect? It reflects that they weren't Boteach Bashem. They didn't born on that level. Moshe is saying, Birbuvia reflects the root of the chait. If you're so behala and so concerned and upset and what's going to be after everything Hashem has done for us, after and everything, and you still have concerns, that's a lack of emunah. A lack of emunah, even though there are great kings that we're trying to fight, but that's the choser and that's the erbuvia. The navin, and says Rabbi Yaakov, if that's the case, if that's the connection, we also understand another question that all the Mepharshim deal with. 
What does Moshe Rabbeinu say in two psukim? Vayitav b'nei adavar. I thought it was a good idea. Vayitav b'nei adavar. Pasach of Gimel. Vayakach. And I took Vayitav adavar. Moshe Rabbeinu was happy about this. What does that mean? Tolachar eich ef shalomar shahay adavar tov be'inav. How was it good? Achar shorashim boim elabir buvya. How was that good? That wasn't good. That was, as we just explained, that was part of the Aveira. Says Rabbi Yaakov, based on the Ramban and Bechukosa, that we've discussed in the past. That's the Ramban about not going to a doctor. But if you look closely, the Ramban doesn't say in general, we shouldn't go to doctors. He says, if Klai Yisrael is on the level that we recognize that every uh, sickness is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu for a specific Avera that we're doing, and we, we're misaking that Avera. If we're on that such an amazing level, so then we shouldn't go to doctors. We should go to the Rav. We should go to the uh, the, the leader. But that's the Ramban. But what's, the, what's reflected? Our Hishtablus is based on our level of Bitachon. Shashir Hishtablus Shabo Mechuyav Adam Tolui Begodel Betchono. Ukechol Shetekadel Betchono. The greater my Bitachon is... The more I'm connected to Hashem, the less I'm going to have to be a Vishtavos. If I'm on the level of Eino Milvado, and I'm totally connected, unbelievably, like in the generations of old, then you don't have to fight. We, who are on that level of Bitachon, and if we're sick, we have to go to a doctor. We just broke him, and it's a chiv to go to a doctor. The ultimate is not to go to doctors, just Yeshua Hashem. That's the Ramban there, as we discussed in the past. Says the Emes Liakov, theoretically, if B'nai Yisrael were on the level, amazing, and bitachon, and we know HaKadosh Baruch is going to take us in, then it's a bad idea to send Meraglim. Then it's a bad idea, because we're on that level. But what does Moshe Rabbeinu see? Moshe Rabbeinu sees that they're lacking. There's a Choser Emunah, their Be'er Buvya, they're coming. Moshe Rabbeinu sees the level we're on, he realizes, you know what? On this level, it's Derech HaTeva, meaning we have to send Meraglim. Mikivan Shara Moshe, Sheboila Birbuvya, Vehaven Mizen, he realized, Godel Chisaron Betchonam, Bashem, Imken Yada, he knew, Shemeachshav, Shuvlo Yinsachu Bofanisi, Vietztarcho, Lilachem Mishvalarit Yisrael, you have to fight. Moshe Abba Yeshua Benun, seven years it took, seven years to be do Kibush. Kemot Savaragil, Shetzarach Lilachem. And therefore he says, okay, we have to send, Mer- send Meraglim and see. But even so, he didn't expect them to come back to give an evil report, but just how to go fight and what are the, what are the, what are the places where we should have the battles. V'chulu. But either way, that's the Urbuvia and how it connects and how it also answers the question of why it was Vayitav Hadavar Be'enav, and um, even though obviously it was not the ultimate plan that should have been. Okay, we continue. We continue with Moshe Rabbeinu giving the Jewish history lesson for these couple of prakim. So, he says in Pazachav, you don't want to go and you rebelled. We've discussed that Rashi about projection. Hashem hates us, even though really that's just we feel we hated Hashem. Right, they, they, made, they melted our hearts. Am Gadolva Rami Menu, Arim Gdolos, big cities, armies, Banana Kim. And I told you at that time, Lo Sarsim, Lo Sirbehem, don't fear them. Hashem Alokichem, Olech Lefnechem, who you Lachem Lachem, Hashem's going to fight for you. Don't worry, it's going to be amazing. Kechol Asher Asa Itchem Bimitzrayim, Leinechem. Hashem's going to fight for you, just as everything that Hashem did for you in your eyes. He will fight for you. There's a beautiful uh, Ha'ara that uh, Rav Zilberstein has in one of his farm in the Tufcha Yabiu, one of the, the older ones. In the Tufcha Yabiu, he says, he was once talking to a psychologist about the whole story of Am Yisrael Mitzrayim, and he pointed out something that's very deep, that we don't always think about. Bachad, on, on this line, he puts it in source number six, everything Hashem did for us in Mitzrayim. So we can think, think about Makos, we can think about Kriyas Yamsuf, we can think about Mon, we can think about a lot of different things. There's one Nakuda that if we think about it from a human perspective, maybe we don't appreciate this. Ba'achas b'sichosayim, psikolog, b'chir, how much Rachmanus has, how much he worried about them. All the How much trauma when people go through such difficult days and months and years and decades and centuries. The trauma. Zachrani, he remembers, Beit Machemes and Mephrads during the Gulf War. Reusa Yehudi Echad, Shekhar Shashames Hazakot, when he heard the alarms, 
Heard the alarms? Parat, We heard the alarms out screaming, the Germans, the Germans are coming. They looked, They said, because it's, it's obvious. It's obvious why he's screaming like that. Right? There's certain effects. Right? And even by a little bit. I remember when I was in Eretz Yisrael, that year of the Gulf War. So even after the war, whenever you heard an attack, so then you heard an alarm, so, you know, you, you, uh, you, you inside, all of a sudden, right? You, you felt something, and you started running. You just heard like a chair go up. And all of a sudden, you think everybody's going to start running out to the sealed room. But here, if you go through you go through terrible things. Arachayim HaKadosh, he quotes from Parshish B'Shalach, I gave you the Arachayim on the bottom in source number 7, that part of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu did for us, when, Yisra, when he took us out of Mitzrayim, he removed the psychological effects of that state and what it did for Am Yisrael. All the trauma, everything that would have uh, uh, existed, he took away from us. And what, what, where do you know that from? Hashem wanted to help us get over it and face it and overcome. Remember, sometimes you always have this fear. What did Hashem do? Every mystery before they drowned, the one that tortured the Jews, everyone recognized the Egyptian. So afterwards, and that's what he would, the Yamas polate them, Vechulu. I'm sorry, Mishnos Avoda Bematsavim. Right, what we, what we, Bimitzrayim. I'm sorry. The, uh, all the, uh, all the experiences that would have made such a Roshim on Arnashamas. Ki Advarima Ela, Kashara Meshubin, Makes, Makeov, and Nokembo. If you could could see the revenge that happens to the to the uh, to the abuser to the mishambe, so that that can help, as is known in uh, in the world of of psychology, and that's what happened here, and that's part of kachasher asa. Everything Hashem did, do you appreciate that that detail? Yes, there is an idea. There is an idea, but he doesn't quote it. But the the Eben, the uh, Eben Ezra writes. I think we've quoted this years ago, that maybe part of why Moshe Rabbeinu was the Goel and why he had to grow up in Paro's palace. He was never an Eved, so that, because it would be very hard to lead Avadim out with a slave mentality. If you've always been the underdog and you've always been the Eved, it would be hard to be the, hard to be the Adon. Moshe was never the Eved. He grew up in the palace and he grew up in Midian and... Part of that. But that's in. This is afterwards. Part of the Itzia explains Rav Zilberstein is the removal of that. The fact that he quotes at the end, maybe that's even the Zekhele Vianvehu. Zekhele Vianvehu is my God and I will glorify him just like he went above and beyond for me. Right? He even took away the trauma of the experience. So to I'll go above and beyond for him. And that's the, the source for Hidr Mitzvah as we know. And that's everything. We have to recognize every detail that a Kaddish Baruch Hu, uh, does for us in his, in his, uh, chesed. Okay, moving right along. Moving right along, says the, says the, uh, the Torah. Perak Beis. Let's go Perak Beis, Pasik, Yudalin. So now we're into the next stage of Jewish history that Moshe Rabbeinu is, is reviewing. We turn to the Midbar. Start heading up. Start heading up, but you have to go around. Go around these nations. Don't fight Moab. I'm not giving. you got to go around. And um, you need to go past all of these other people. So if you look in Pasik Yudalid, thirty-eight years. Right from the time we left Harsinai uh, all the way. Till where we came to. Atom Kaladar, until the entire nation was what nation? All the nation that was supposed to die out, Kasher Nishba Hashem Lohem. Right after that, uh, that's when they were all um, you know, finished. Atom Kal Atom Kaladar. It's interesting that if we look in the Rashi, and Rashi quotes Chazal, Vai Kasher Tamu says the uh, the Rashi is on Pasig Yudzain. A couple of psukim later, right, Hashem says to me, now you're going in, Rashi says, the special connection that Hashem has to Moshe Rabbeinu and giving him sivuyim is not said in all these years. Right, 
Right, Hashem's special connection of Chiba and Reyes, Moshe did not have in those 38 years. There was all Moe, there was Hashraz, Hashchina, but not in the same intense way. And because we didn't deserve it, so that is why it wasn't Chal on Moshe Rabbeinu. That is when... Uh, when does that Pasuk send? That's in Pasuk Yudzayin Yudches. Ask the Aznayin Latara, Rav Saratskin. I have a question. Miriam was Nifter in Nisan. And Rashi in Chukas quotes, Ha'eda Hashlema. Shekfar Mesu Mesei Midbar Velo Pershalachayim. And already in Nisan, we know that all the people that were going to die have died already. And now who's left? Everybody is going to go into Eretz Yisrael. That's in Nisan. V'chein b'misaz Aaron. When was Aaron Niftar? Right this week. Right Rosh Chodesh Av. V'chein b'misaz Aaron. She Niftar be'echal Chodesh Hamishi. V'yavo b'nei Yisrael Kol Ha'eda. And Rashi says, Kulam Shleimim v'onu l'nikarnas Eretz Yisrael. Kol b'mesei Midbar. Says the so why is it? Aaron died and Miriam died, but only when they come to Nachal Zared, Tamu Mesi Midbar. Why does it say here the Mesi Midbar died? They died earlier. We already know earlier that the Ada was already complete to go into Eretz Yisrael. So why was there a time lag before HaKadosh Baruch Hu was talking to Am Yisrael? Right, there was a time lag. Only There was a time lag. So explains that as Naim Latora, it's deeper. It's deeper that Hashem talks to Moshe for Am Yisrael, but again, it's deeper. It's not just for Am Yisrael. What state is Am Yisrael in? Remember, he quotes the Tosfos in Masechet Ba'abasra, Dav Kufchaf Aleph. Remember that last year, the Medrash tells us that every year on Tisha B'av, the Jewish people dug their own graves, very spooky, and they went to sleep in their graves. And in the morning, Moshe Rabbeinu says, Yibadu Achayim and Amesim, and every, all the lives should come up, and whoever was alive came up, and if not, uh, that was their kvura. And the last year, they went in, and everybody came up. So they thought they miscalculated. So they went in the next night, and the next night, all the way until Tuba Af, right? Because then the moon is full, and they know that they didn't uh, miscalculate. But either way, what do you see from there? What happened that last year? It must be, Tosas explains this there, that the last percentage of Jews that were going to die, because they knew who was between 20 and 60 earlier, Hashem was Mochel. Because after all, why'd they go in? If, if the Am was already done and everybody died, they, this, this boy was 19. What was he thinking? Masbiach Baruch Hu was Mochel on the last. But Bani didn't know that yet. They didn't know that until later. They didn't know that in Nisan. They didn't know that on Rosh Chodesh Av when Aaron died. Avo Mikivan, Shabbat Yisrael, Hayu, Kolos Hashana, Atsuvin, Atu Ba'av, Vein Shechin Hashem, Mitoch Atzvus. So if Bnei Yisrael were Ba'atzvus, so the Shechin is not going to be Shore. Lafichach lo chazer adibur l'moshe. V'ashem ayim adabri mo b'lashen v'yomer is still v'yomer, which is a lower level of nevuah. Only when the cross nachal zaret. Shekin nireh hayazachar tu ba'av, which was after tu ba'av. V'neidah lahem, and it was known to them. Batla gzera, everybody else is ready. So then, that v'adabri Hashem elai. So yes, it's mishum kla Yisrael. But also, it is um, in a in a way uh, the state that Klai Yisrael were in as well. The simcha was needed uh, also. Good. Let's have one or two more thoughts on the on the parsha, and then Beis Hashem will have one or two thoughts. Legabe Tishabav, Legabe Tishabav, which Beis Hashem, which hopefully will be a yantif, but just in case, we'll talk about the uh, what it is Bizman Hazeb as uh, as well. One more thought. One more thought on the parsha. Paragimel. Paragimel again, continuing Pasagalaf. The unique personality of Og. Og always finds his way. It's amazing. Og's in how many people, how many personalities do we find in Sefer Bracious and in Sefer Dvarim? Og Melech Abashan. Og's outside the Mabel. He's pretty old. And here he is. Og gets up against us. Hashem told me, Altira Oso, don't fear him. I've given you, I've given you him, his nation, I've given you, don't worry about Og. Don't worry, don't fear him. Says Rashi, 
Why did Hashem have to Dafka tell Moshe, don't fear him? Right? Moshe was really scared. Was Moshe really scared of Og? Says the Medrash, yes. He did something good for Avram. Remember, he came, he was the Palit, he came and told uh, Avram about Lot. So that's why he was scared. Let's think about this for a minute. Avram Avinu, not Avram Avinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, who has lived his whole life for Klal Yisrael, for the past 120 years, minus six weeks. He's Moshe Rabbeinu. He brought the Torah down, all the schuyas that he has. And he's nervous about Og. And he's nervous about a mitzvah that was done hundreds of years ago. What's the message? What's the message? Divrei chizuk eile. Sha'omer Hashem. Lo Moshe Rabbeinu hamitkonin lamilchama bol melech habashan. Morim koshi. Let's think about this for a minute. It's unfathomable. Ha'amnam zakuk rabanchel Yisrael laftacha ula harga shelabore kadesh lo yifachid miyiribo achazak. He needs the chizuk. He needs the 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 uh, comfort. Sorry, Moshe. Sorry, it's going to be great. What exactly? How are we supposed to understand this? Let's think about this for a minute. Lo yitachin. He's not nervous about Og's Gashmius, right? He Moshe knew. That was the Chet of the Miraglim, as we spoke about earlier. Moshe had Bitachon. Moshe was not nervous about the physical prowess of Og. No way! It must be that he was nervous about the Ruchani Zechuyos of Og. So let's think about this for a minute. He was worried about the Zechuyos of the Ruchani. But again, let's think about this. It's so strange. When Og came to do that mitzvah, what were Og's kavanas? When he came to say about Lot, what do you want? He was a, being a great a person? No. He wanted Avram to die so he could marry Sarah. That's it. So the mitzvah that he did was done hundreds of years ago and he did it for the wrong kavanas. And even if you want to say, no, we still get something, he already got the schar. Rejus, he lived 470 years from Avram Vinu until our Parsha. He lived a ton. He was all going to be the king. So he got his schar ready. He did the, had the wrong kavanis, bad kavanis for it. It was hundreds of years ago, and yet Moshe is still scared. Havimir, what do you see from here? Moshe is still nervous. Why? Moshe, and also Moshe doesn't have schuyos. Moshe Rabbeinu, he gave the Torah, he brought him out of Mitzrayim. We can't fathom how many mitzvahs Moshe Rabbeinu has. They're so, they so... Be, uh, uh, point the scale down. What is he nervous about? It's, what about all the tzaddikim and all the Klai Yisrael? Moshe Rabbeinu taught the Torah to, and if you're a Rebbe, you get all those chuyos. What is Moshe nervous about? There's one answer, and there's one answer that's an unbelievable message. Unbelievable! Vatshuvahi, next page. This is the reality. We cannot fathom the schar and the amazing power of even one mitzvah. And even a mitzvah that we do without proper kavana. And even a mitzvah that we do with negative kavana. L'shanos musagi yisotcholanu. Right, what is it? It says the perkiyavos, the schar, one moment in olam haba. We can't fathom. B'chol ha-kashur l'schar va-onesh. L'avin j'ha-kashur amra v'izor v'mitzvah kalaka v'chamura. She'ena tu yadeh matan schar n'shal mitzvahs. When we know, be careful. We don't know. Moshe knew it was unbelievable, but he didn't know. Maybe even his one mitzvah. How do I measure mitzvahs? One mitzvah. Maybe lahefech. Not because Moshe didn't know, because Moshe didn't know, he says. How much a mitzvah gets. And then he adds... Aye, but it's a mitzvah. Moshe also has mitzvahs, yeah. But Moshe's schar is in Olam Haba. The Rishayim gets schar in Olam Hazeh. How much schar in Olam Hazeh is worth one mitzvah? Skipping down towards the bottom. That answers the questions. Moshe said, oh, he's going to get schar in this world for his mitzvah. Because I just doesn't want to give him schar in the future. But maybe that's why. It's so overpowering. The schar. Right? Chazal tell us. Schar mitzvah by al 
in Kedushin, line 45. If you gather together all the pleasures from the beginning of time until now, from every pleasure of every human being in, in all history, and you put it into one moment, that's still not going to be. We can't fathom it. It's, it's, it's just beyond human comprehension, beyond any comprehension. And therefore, we have to think, we have to realize, we think sometimes, any little miss, okay, I'll wear, I'll put on sitzes for an extra five minutes, uh, and, uh, and I'll do this. I'll make the phone call. I'll make the person feel good. I'll, I'll go over. I'll pick up her groceries. Right? A little bit. I'll go and just help. I'll help. I see that she's having trouble. I'll, I'll go help. Anything. We have to recognize that we have no idea. One Amen, he says at the end, one Baruch Hu Baruch Shemo, sits in anything. We have to realize the power of even one mitzvah. Moshe Rabbeinu knew that. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu was nervous of, was nervous of Oak. Okay, let's get into a couple of ideas related to Inyani Tishabav. One, just small halachic point, and then maybe two, two ideas from the, uh, from the Minchas Asha. So first, Rav Shlomo Zalman, so in, the, in the last Shuvah, in Minchas Shlomo Chelek Af. We're not going to read the Shuvah, just the question is great. We're not going to bring all of his rayas. He quotes, he quotes that someone asked him, someone asked him, how many brachas, or what are we going to do when Mashiach comes? Maybe Rebana Beis, maybe Mashiach is going to come, what's going to be our reaction? Besides going, wow, we're so excited. Says Rav Shlomo Zalman, we're going to say four brachos. Four brachas when Mashiach comes. Good trivia question. What brachas? Number one, he says, the bracha of Chacham Arazim. Right, by Kibbutz Goliath, we're going to have more than 600,000 Jews together in Eretz Yisrael. The Ramam limits it to Eretz Yisrael. We're going to say the bracha, bracha, Chacham Arazim. Shebevada, Yeshem, Shishem, Rivo. Number one. Number two, we're going to make a bracha on Mashiach. Right, the Ramam says, Mashiach is going to be a greater Chacham than Shlomo HaMelech. Shechalak mi Chachma Soli Reyav. Number three, He's going to be the Melech. The Melech HaMashiach, he's going to give, uh, he's going to give uh, uh, um, the power. And number four, finally, you're going to make Shechianu. Shechianu, no greater Shechianu than that. No greater Shechianu. And then he discusses, does one include the other one? But just fascinating Ha'arab that he says, when Mashiach comes, we're going to, Be'ez HaShem, make four, make four brachas. Okay, Be'ez HaShem. Now let's get into two other thoughts, though content-wise. From, in the Sichas of the Minchas Asher, uh, two ideas. First, based on the Pesukim in Yermio, the first parak of Yermio, uh, obviously most of Yermio, we've had this of having Shirim about Yermio this year. Feel free to check on the, again, the OU website, also the podcasting, uh, say for Yermio, the Shirim are, uh, are online. So there in Yermio, in the, back in the first parak, Hashem says to me, Ma ata ro'e Yermio. Hashem says to me, Yermio, what do you see? The Omer, Makal Shaked ani ro'e. I see a staff, a stick, Shaked, with Shkedim. Certain types of uh, right uh, almonds. Ani Good understanding, good seeing. Because it's a little play on words. Shokedani. I'm gonna quickly do al asoso. I'm gonna act quickly. What you see, the churban is going to happen. Yermio obviously is the the navi of the churban. Ever Yerushalmi v'sechas Tainus says we compare what shoked dafka the makal shoked ma luzazeh. There's a 21-day blossoming process for the shakade, for the shakadiyah. There's a parallel. Shabi says there's a parallel. Why dafka shakadiyah is used in the mashal of the Chorban? But says the minchasasha libi omerli. Maybe there's another remez, and it's said by others as well. I've seen it. The Mishnah says in Masechas Maestros in the first parak. That not every item, not every item is is chayiv uh, and maestris. Not every uh, fruit, not every even the, if you hold like the Rambam that all fruit are chayiv and trumas and maestris, but not every item is chayiv. Are they edible or not? Shkedim marimheim. Shkedim. These types of nuts are very bitter. But sha'amru be'erevin the ma'arvin b'shkedim hamarim mishum diyachol lamaskanai dehaar. You can still use that for an erev for erev tchumin, but it's still called food. Because you could sweeten it. You can make it edible with fire. That's shkedim. That's what Hashem was saying also on a deeper level to Yermio. It's happening quickly, but it's like a shaked. The churban abayis nimshal shaked. The churban is like a shaked. It's very, very bitter. It's terrible. There's no bigger tragedy that we've had. A shkedim arimim. 
But in the interim, until we have the base of Migdash back, we could sweeten the tragedy through Or. What's Or? The in Ora El Torah. Obviously, there's no Or except Torah. Ora Torah he hamam tekes et saragolus. Or of Torah is what sweetens the golus. The Torah shenim shol laish. Torah is compared to fire. Torah is compared to Or. As Yermio himself says. And that's how we could sweeten it. The way that we connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the base HaMedrash, the base HaKnesses, how we find our, our Are Miklot. These are like the Are Miklot, cities of refuge in the Galus. Right? That's what we have to run to, the Mikdash Ma'at. Through the connection to the Mikdash Ma'at, we'll be connected to the Mikdash, uh, the Mikdash HaGadol. And he says that's also... What it said, what it says in the Arachayim, in the beginning of Parshat Tzavi, he says on the next page, Ubederech Rem, as he quotes from the Zohar, Kidal Gal Yosho Yisrael, the four Goliaths that we went through, Nigalu, Mimenu, Bischus, Echad. There's a specific schus in each one. The first Rishon, the, the Golis Rishon, Mitzrayim, we were Nigal, Bischus, Avram Avinu. Bischus, right, that's the, the uh, uh, we had no other schuyos, except we were Zerah Avraham. The second, Nigel Bishos Yitzchak, third, Bishos Yaakov, fourth, which we're in now, according to his numbers, Bishos Moshe. V'lezen is Arech HaGolos, says the Zohar, ki kol od she'en oskim batorah ube mitzvos, ein Moshe chafetz. Ligol imam batvon eminat, amam batvon eminat Torah. Moshe doesn't want to be goel, such an am that is remiss in their requirements and their uh, commitment to Torah. Says the Basher Weiss, I don't think it means ain chafetz the goal, but he can't because the, this galus it's about mitikas hamariris. How we mamtik the mariris through our connection to Torah. The imamur shegalenu nigalenu min agalus b'schus avos haolam borer avamidas achesed and yitzchak midas agvura Yaakov tiferes. So what's this galus? Koach Torah. And that's what we have to be osik in. And that's what's going to bring the Geulah Shleiman. If we think about it, right, there's Baruch Hashem, more people learning Torah today than ever before in the history of the world. We are, we are in Ikvas of the Mashiach. Bez Hashem, we're in Aschalta to Geulah. We're in the, the, that pathway. We just have to get more Jews and more connected and more uh, ways of learning Torah. Baruch Hashem, there's a lot of challenges out there. But even the technology, right, where everyone is... In the world today, one can find a shear on anything, and there is farm in every language. There is so much Torah. Torah is so available. Obviously, Hashem has to level the playing field. There's so much Tumah available as well. But we have to connect and commit ourselves to Torah, to be mamtik, the Marirus, and in that way, be zochet to the Geula that will be Bishchus Moshe Rabbeinu. We started with Elio, and this is connecting to, uh, to Moshe as well. Finally, one last thought uh, relating to the... Time period that we're in, the, the story in Eicha, story in Eicha Rabbah, right? Many familiar with the story, it's based on the Pasuk in the beginning of the uh, Megillah, Megillah Seicha. Pasuk says, Bachotif Kebalayla cried the, the Naiva Dimasalach Ya, the tears on her cheek, Ein La Menachem, Mikalo Aveha. There's nobody to give comfort. Korea, Bagduba, all of her friends have treasoned against her. Hayla La'ivim, they're all. Enemies. Balayla, what is Bachotivka Balayla Lama Balayla? Lafishin called Holech Ella Balayla. That's Lila. Why Lila? And the Major tells a story. Maisa Bisha Achash Aisa Bishkunasa Shabigam Leel. There was a woman who lived on the other side, the shared of the house. The wall in the middle. Rabbi Gamliel lived on one side, this woman lived on the other side. She had a child, and the child died. The whole night. The whole night she was crying for her child. Rabbi Gamliel heard her crying. That reminded him of the Churban, and he cried also the entire night. Until his eyelashes fell out. And the question is asked by Oldham Afarshim on the Medrash, why did her personal tragedy of losing a son remind Rabbi Gamliel of the Beis Hamikdash? Right? What is the uh, connection between those two events? Right? One is very general, and one is specific. Tragedy ishit. It's a personal tragedy. Yehudiah. Right, obviously it's terrible and it's tragic and we hear about it. We can't deal with it. It's so hurtful and painful. But what does that have to do with the Chorban? What does it have to do with the Chorban? So some say, oh, no. Some say, no, there is no Kesher. El Regamliel was just using it to 
you know, motivate and trigger his feelings. That doesn't sound that way. That can't be. If Chazal put this based on the Pasuk, there must be a deep Kesher between Tzara Shal Isha turning over Zu with Tzara Chorban. It must be there's a deeper connection, right? They don't put uh, psukim blindly uh, connected to uh, stories connected to psukim. There's, uh, there's a message. ima. Ima sounds like he took part in her pain too. So again, how does that connect to the base of Migdash? The Beis HaMikdash that we mourn is not just about giving karbanas, which we have a hard time connecting to. But of course, it's Hashras HaShchina. Beis Makom Hashras HaShchina Ubeis Hadom Raglav. It's a footstool for Hashem. Hashras HaShchina. In Yana. And what does Shechina mean? It means Hashem is in the world. Ha'aris Panim. Midas HaRachamim. And when Midas HaRachamim is Shara Yisrael, when Hashem's presence is in the Beis HaMikdash, it radiates out. And it overflows. And it's Achtu V'Chesed Yerdefuni. There's there's a gilui panim when we have a base hamigdash and that affects the whole world and it affects saris and it affects it gives yeshuos and refuos throughout the world. And when we don't have a base hamigdash, we're not just lacking the karbanas, but the shchinas mistalik in a sense. And there's hester panim, and that hester panim is throughout the throughout the uh, the land and throughout Am Yisrael when the goel comes. Line 16. Goodness, healthiness. That's what Gamliel was crying for. He'll cry because he knew when we have a base on Migdash, we don't have so many tsaris. We don't have just children dying. So he says, that's what he sees. The, he sees the Hester Panin that this woman is feeling, and he realizes that's an expression of Kurban Beis Hamigdash. If we would be Zoha, this Yelad would be dancing and playing in the streets and the other Yeladim. Below Hayamei, say we wouldn't die. And for the fact that we don't have a Beis Hamigdash, that's what caused this. And that's the Bacho Tivche Balayla. And he says, He says at the end, the Minchas Asher, this is crucial because you know what? We have a hard time relating to the Beis Hamigdash. What are we missing? What are we lacking? We know what we, have, we can relate to and we all can relate to. We all know situations of friends, of family that are so hard and so difficult and so impossible. And it's continuous tragedy and continuous difficulty and sorrows of sickness, of illness, of, of family issues. We can relate to that pain. Says the Menachasasher, that pain flows from a lack of the Beis HaMikdash. And if we daven for that pain, and we daven that that pain, so that's what we should focus on. Focus on, a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on an aguna. Focus on a, uh, a patient. Focus on anything, whatever the situation is, a terrible sorrow that somebody's going through, that could be easier for us. And when we say keynotes, we should think about if we had a Beis HaMikdash, we wouldn't have these sorrows. We wouldn't have these sorrows. And that's what we could think about. And that's what we think about the sorrow of of, uh, of Rebbe Gamliel. He says, that's what we think about, the last page on top, in Surah number 16. In every community, there's somebody crying. There's somebody crying, there's somebody going through difficulties. Everybody cries. So what we have to do is to cry along with them and channel that towards realizing when we have a base of Migdash, there won't be any tsaras like that. But as is Hashem, we should be Zoche, that this should be the last uh, Tishabav, that we still have a couple of days, that we'll have a base of Migdash, but we should really uh, be Zoche to it, and if not this year, in uh, very, very soon, Amen. Again, scheduling-wise, uh, the next two weeks, there won't be any new Shiram, but please feel free to check the, uh, the archives on the OU uh, website from many past years that we have uh, on Vaishanan uh, and Akev, their jam-packed Parshios. Beth Hashem will pick up again from Eretz Yisrael with a new Shir, Parshas Re'eh. Okay, we'll stop here.